Attention bowlers, would you like to help your stability in your approach and at the foul line? With Stability Strikes Bowling Performance Sock, you can enhance your stability and take the edge off any foot, knee, or back pain you may have while bowling. The extra mohair cushioning in the heel and toe gives you the comfort and support to compete at your maximum potential. So go to StabilityStrikes.com today. Stability in your game is just a pair away. BowlerX.com, your online bowling equipment superstore, presents the Above180.com podcast. Tim Berg and Joey Serrar are ready to hit the lanes, approaching the issues that you, the bowler, want to know. From the latest equipment reviews, coaching, to drilling layouts and the stars of the PBA. Now from Washington, D.C. and the Bowler's Pro Shop in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, here are your hosts, Tim Berg and Joey Serrar. Joining me today on the Above180.com podcast is Rachel Giddings. First off, I want to thank the Atlantis Resort Casino, the official sponsor of Above 180 Bowl Expo Day Number 2. thought I would take the opportunity to chat with some of the rising stars of the uh, bowling right now uh, collegiately, and I'm talking to Rachel Giddings. Rachel bowls for Arkansas State, so Rachel, thanks for joining me today. Hi. <laughs> well, Rachel, I guess one of the re- things that I thought would be great to talk to you is to get a young person's perspective on bowling. Um, bowling has been a long time perceived as a, a an old person sport, a, a sport that isn't hip, isn't cool, isn't up with the times. But talk about, um, from your perspective as a uh, bowling collegiately, is that changing and, and what can be done to change it? I think that with collegiate bowling it's been changing rapidly. Um, there's a lot more opportunities with Title IX. Um, being able to uh, get scholarships and still use your smart money after you use your NCAA, I think it's awesome. Bowling has changed so much. I think that um, it's upcoming. A lot of people used to look down upon it when I was younger. I bowled since I was seven. So I think it's changed a lot in that aspect, a lot more acceptable um, in today's society because it's always known as a blue-collar sport. All you think about is beer and drinking and smoking and old men doing it. But now it's... Something that's really like beneficial to young people, 100%. So you um, you bowl collegiately. This is your your second year, and one of the things I was talking to Mike Albee about this is the youth, like yourself and people in high school and, and younger, are the ones that we need to focus on if we want to see bowling continue to grow. What can be done, in your opinion, to keep bowlers? Because I'm sure you had friends like this when you went went to went off to college and bowl collegiately that aren't quite good enough to make that collegiate team. But they still want to bowl, and they still like bowling. What can be done to keep them in the sport? Because what we've noticed, some of my friends included, is you stop bowling from, say, your 20 to 30 range, and then you come back to bowling again. So what do you think can be done to keep bowlers interested in the sport, even if they're not at that top skill level? I think there's a lot um, you can do, but more so now, I just think they need to understand, like, we need more better, we need better coaches around you don't really see there's a lot of coaches that are really know what they're talking about or really can improve your game I think if they see that they can get better and that there's people that want to invest time in them and really help them get to a next level bowling then I think that they'll realize like wow I'm pretty good at this I think I could have a future I think I could go further instead of just dropping off me like well I didn't do anything with bowling it was just a dead end for me so I think that's really important and for myself I'm actually gonna be a senior this year at Arkansas State it's my last year of bowling and um my college coach helped me a lot and being being able to make junior team USA and being able to just have all these other opportunities I think it was such a good stepping stone to have a good coach along with like Justin Costick and Tommy Deluce Jr. and other people around my area that just helped me build up my game and understand it better to a whole different level I think that would really help this sport of bowling just knowing that 
they want you to be there so you can be better and better yourself and realize like you can have a goal in your life more than um school and just like have drive for something you know and you bring up coaching it seems like in, in coaching in every other sport seems to be okay and it's not it's all right if you have a golf swing coach tiger woods has a swing coach film all the pro golfers have swing coaches but bowling why is it from a young person's perspective of course why is it looked down upon if you have a coach is it, everyone like you said you want to improve your game you need someone to help you with that um i don't i don't know i don't think it's really looked down upon i just think there's limited resources you know you have a physical game that you really have to work on but then on the other flip side of it you have your mental game they're just so two different worlds and you need people that can help you in both of those areas 100 percent want to talk a little bit about last night the women's u.s open you were watching it what um what was going through your mind when you were watching that event i thought that that probably hurt the sport of bowling a lot um you want to see strikes like you want to see slam dunks for baseball i mean basketball excuse me um you don't i felt like it was really interesting the shot was impossible the weather was impossible mother nature was not on our side for bowling last night um it could either made or break the game it all depends how espn can spin the story i think too um I like have a lot of respect for those women to go out there and do that when the winds were like 15 to 20 miles per hour. It was not warm. It was cold. The it had been hot all day long. It was a really it was the warmest day that since I've been here. Um, but I think it was definitely a challenge because they had no idea what their balls were gonna do. Um, I had talked to Shannon O'Keefe last night after the. Um, after she got done bowling and after the women's open was done and she said the lanes were trash the balls they used were trash because there's just dirt and pollen and everything all over the lanes and looking up because I, I, I watched it from the parking deck because there was only 100 tickets sold as you know because you got the last vip ticket <laughs> um you could see the track of where the balls were rolling because there was so much dirt on the lane from up top you could see where their balls were actually rolling so it was interesting it was definitely an interesting experience to be able to watch and so were you picturing yourself as being out there trying to bowl on that biggest stage and what would that have been like if you would have been out there on that stage because collegiate bowling you guys don't necessarily always bowl on the easiest of shots so you have to be prepared for everything even though that i've talked to uh, ebonite reps and, and brunswick reps and everything and they said there's nothing we could do to prepare our girls for this but talk about i guess just uh, your thoughts i mean i'm sure you're you're thinking that's what you that's your goal is you want to be one of those women that was out there bowling on that stage last night oh yeah that's definitely one of my goals in life to be able to compete for a major title um i think for me i just have to live in the moment and have heart and know that this is a once in a lifetime chance like you i had a one in 230 chance to be there it's very difficult to get there and i think if i actually did think like what if i was there how would i react to this i think i would have been a little frustrated to say the least but i mean the lane play was even like everybody had to face the same thing so um Honestly, I would just live in the moment, try to make the best shots I possibly could, and do what I could to get the ball to the pocket, since it hooked a lot. It was like, and the spare balls were hooking. Well, and you did bowl, uh, you bowled this week at the stadium. Um, you finished respectable, 118th place, correct? Yeah, yes. lower than expected. Well, we all have, we're all our own worst critic, but that was your, your probably your first time bowling at the stadium so that was a, an experience i remember that for me but then you bowled you bowled very well so talk about your experience with that i'm sure there were some nerves with that but just talk about overall experience yeah you're not happy you didn't didn't bowl well we always could do better but just talk about your experiences overall i think my experience was really good you know you're on the the big stage of bowling the national stadium um it's overwhelming at first, but you just have to take it in. I think that it's a very hard house to bowl, and it's a different animal. It's um, You don't carry very well. Um, 
left four pocket seven tens. That felt really good. Um, but I'm not disappointed in my bowling. I think it was a great learning experience. I think I could take a lot from this and realize what to get better at and how my mental game is like my weaker part and how I need to improve on that 100%. Like, I think that there's a lot of things you can take from this tournament. I think a lot of people did. I think that it's definitely an eye-opener for a lot of people, and it definitely was for me. Well, I'm guessing just being around the bowlers like that, too, yeah. being around the other pros, um, the the seniors, and even and, and a lot of the other pros you get to see. And like you said, your mental game is something that you, you identify that you need to work on, and that's, um, that's a big part of bowling out here because in talking to a lot of the guys last night about or from today about last night is it was just try to somehow survive and shoot a 160 because you knew that 160 or 170 was a pretty good chance you're going to win with a score like that definitely scores were low for last night um but scores were really high in the stadium the shot was a three to one ratio so having that you just have to realize like anybody could win the championship doesn't care who takes it it's all who who lives in the moment and goes and gets it Okay, finally here on the podcast, I want to get you to talk about your team. Talk about you, you, Arkansas, both. Let's First, let's talk about Arkansas State, and then let's hit on uh, on your junior gold team. So talk about what, what you guys got, what you guys are expecting this year, where you're expected to finish, um, how you guys are going to be competing, who you got coming back, and, and everything about that, and then hit on junior gold as well. Um, well, for Arkansas State, we have nine wonderful ladies. I love them all. They're awesome people. They, we all have the love for the game. We all want the same common goal to win a national championship. Um, this year, we're going to start our first tournament out in Nebraska. Um, I heard we have 12 team games. My coach actually told me that this morning, and that's a lot of bowling. Um, we practice four days a week, sometimes five, depending on how often we want to go. Um, we are pretty deep this year. I think we have a really awesome and great opportunity to take the championship. And um, I mean, a lot of teams can say the same, but I really think that we have an opportunity to do it. We just have to be focused and make the best shots we can and not put too much pressure on ourselves. That happens a lot where you want to just make the best shots all the time. But, you know, just, just do it. You don't tell yourself to – when you're sitting, sitting up on the lane, you're, like, thinking, okay, you have to make a good shot. But you're never like, okay, Rachel, open the refrigerator. You just do it. You just have to go and do it, you know. So it's all about, um, I think – uh, taking the opportunity when you have it, and I think that this year is going to be an awesome experience for us. Um, for junior team, right now, eight of my teammates are in Thailand competing for gold medals, and um, respectively, Marshall Kent has won a, junior, uh, a gold medal on singles. He uh, has bowled awesome this week. He's an awesome bowler. I'm really lucky to be able to teammate and support him and be able to see what he's doing. And um, then Andrew Koff and Marshall Kent also took silver in doubles last night in Thailand. So they still have two more events. I think they have um, team and masters. And it's been really cool because this week alone, all of our teammates have been everywhere all over the world together. So there was three in Vegas for a World Team Challenge. They bowled there and one uh, one of my teammates, uh, Andrew, AJ Johnson, excuse me, won. His team won World Team Challenge. And then um, Caitlin Quinn and I, Annalise Bolton, were bowling the Women's US Open. So that's really awesome. And then the eight that are in Thailand competing right now. So it's really cool to see how we all end up and um, just be able to, like, bond together. And I think that's really important for us since we don't have that much time like the other countries do because we only have one week of team camp. And they all spend every moment of the day growing in their bowling careers together. So I think it was really awesome. And I think that 
um, Junior Team USA is an awesome opportunity, and if anyone has the chance to do it, I would support them 100% and say, you're a part of the team now, like we're all a big family, so live in the moment, take whatever you put into it is what you get out of it. Again, Rachel uh, Gettings joining us on the Above180.com podcast. Last question for you, you said this is going to be your senior year. Um, Where do you see yourself going with your bowling and uh, your experiences? I mean, right now the women have four events to showcase their skills at. Uh, where do you see bowling f- uh, as a woman bowler who's who's in that top top skill level? Where do you see where do you see bowling? I mean, is there going to be a, a, a PBA World Series, a Women's World Series? Is um, is this going to be something where you try your hand on the men's tour with with uh, the PBA, the best in the world? That's an awesome question. I, I really don't know where I see myself right now. I I'm trying to focus on junior team and um, Arkansas State. I think it depends on where I, my skill level and my mental game is at the end of the season I definitely think with the WBA coming out with all these tournaments for us and it's awesome I want to bowl as many as I can since there's four there's one in St. Louis the Women's US Open and the others that they have I think that's awesome um Women's World Series I think it's anything is possible at this point it just depends on where the sport of bowling is going to go and for the men's store I think it's really a difficult area for women obviously Kelly Kulik is an awesome bowler and she has won titles there and beat Chris Barnes and competes with the men I think that it's all depends on where you want to go with it. I think for me right now, I just need to work on my, my game and see where it takes me and then decide from there. After college bowling, there's a lot of opportunities and we'll just see where my life takes me at that point. Can't really talk about the future yet. So, <laughs> Rachel, I want to thank you for joining us today on the Above180.com podcast. Thank you.